Okay, babe, who do you need to be today to build that six, seven, eight-figure empire you want tomorrow? If you want the strategies, the skills, the secrets every female entrepreneur needs to stay inspired, lead like her highest self, and strategize her business for success, and if you want to hear real stories from powerhouse women on a mission to make an impact, how they have paved their own way to success, and discovered who they needed to be to get to every next level from plateau to prosperity, then get a coffee and grab your notepad. You're in the right place. I'm Sarah Delane, and you're listening to the Lead Like Her podcast. Not just for women, but because of women. Welcome. I'm so excited. This is another episode of the Lead Like Her live series, brand new series that I am doing every single week. Lovelies. I'm so excited that you're all here. And those of you listening on the replay podcast, YouTube, we do this every Tuesday privately building our community inside of Zoom every Tuesday, 6 p.m. Central. If you are on my Lead Like Her newsletter, you will have the private link for this. If you are not, then you're going to want to make sure that you get on that list. Every week we do a new topic bouncing between personal branding and business strategies and then self-leadership skills for female entrepreneurs who want to grow and scale their business faster, more efficient with more excitement, um, effectively, <laughs> and learning all skills to do that. So I am actually really excited because we've been covering a lot of stuff in business the last couple of weeks. And if you already know, you, you're either just starting and you know this, or you've been in the game and you really know this, that you can have all the business strategies in the world. You can have all the funnels you can have the best marketing strategy. You can have all the things done, right? You can, you can have everything set up. You can have your course. You can have all of the things set up for the strategies that you need to grow and scale your business. What will always be, I'm just going to use the word mandatory, <laughs> paramount, <laughs> necessary, fucking needed. <laughs> Let's just be real, is the you piece the your mastery, your personal mastery, because you're either getting in your own way or you're in full alignment with your goals, your long-term mission. So I'm really excited because what seems to be, a, a, I mean, it's a constant continued same topic, but it seems to be escalating more recently. Maybe that's a given times that we are in the world. Maybe it's just because honestly, once you kind of reach like the higher levels, like it doesn't get any easier. The self-doubt, the, the, the fears, the inner dialogue of uncertainty and what ifs and all of those things. And it doesn't matter. Again, when I first started, I definitely had self-doubt and all the inner dialogue that was holding me back. Having already reached six figures, definitely still have that. I have worked with and even interviewed women who are at seven and eight figures and they still experience that. So this is nothing, this doesn't go away, right? And if anything, you know, sometimes the, the more that you achieve, it can be almost more stressful because the stakes are higher. You might seem like you have further to fall. You're, you're always at a new level or a new bottom of a new next level, 
right? So you climb to the top of a mountain and you're going to be at the bottom of another one. And if growth is your goal, which of course, if you're a high achieving, ambitious female entrepreneur and you were here, then that's totally you. And so I wanted to make sure that we really emphasize and talk about all the limiting commands, how to get all the crap out of your head that holds you back, that causes the self-doubt, that causes confusion, hesitation, all all, all of those things, right? So the fact of the matter is, is that your, your brain, like your brain wants to stay the same. It wants to stay safe. It wants to stay in your comfort zone. There is literally that internal voice to just like, oh, fuck no. Like, let's not venture into new avenues of uncertainty. Let's not go forth and create something bigger and better. There's a part of you that absolutely does have that. But this other part of you, part of your brain that wants to stay safe, and keeps you and wants to keep you protected, right? That is the voice that ends up coming up the most that is like, no, 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 girl, like that's not a good idea, okay? Venturing into new uncharted territories and, you know, waters of the unknown, <laughs> even if you have, right, the proven strategies from whoever your mentor might be, or you've come up with your own, whatever that is, even if you think you know the best steps to take and the, you know, the expert skills and all of that, even if you think that you know that there's still going to be part of your brain that is just like, mm, yeah, no, <laughs> no, that's not a good idea. It do doesn't look like a good plan. Let's, let's do something else. Let's take a nap. <laughs> let's stay over here. Let's be cozy. Let's be comfy, right? It's 75 degrees over here. It's nice. It's sunny. It's perfect over there. That looks like, I don't know, like, do we know, is it going to be freezing? Is it going to be overly hot? Like, we don't really know what the pressure cooker is going to do over there. And so let's not do that, right? It wants to protect you. It is not your fault. It is there for a purpose. You need to bless a part of you, it is just your nervous system that is trying to keep you from being overly active, right? It's trying to keep your adrenals from like sparking so far that then they burn out. That's all it's trying to do, right? And when you actually, not many people know this, but when you actually set a new uh, goal or vision or, um, you know, have a, a, the next launch that you want to do or next product that you want to sell, whatever new thing that you're just like, you know, that version of you that is just like go-getter, right? That ambitious part of you, when she's like, all right, this is what we're going to do. What ends up happening is those will automatically like that ambitious part of you has that goal and it will automatically set off this like internal alarm that will automatically activate all limiting beliefs in the gap between where you currently are and that future vision that you have a desire to go or achieve, right? Or that goal that you have to achieve. It automatically does that. It is literally just the wiring of our subconscious. It's the wiring of our neuroreceptors. It's the wiring of our prefrontal cortex. It's the wiring of that part of you that is just like, oh goodness, there's a lot of steps in between. Those are a lot of rocks. And look, there's, there's danger on every single one of those rocks. And I'm not saying this to freak anybody out. This is not saying this to cause fear. There is right. No. That's not the goal. The, the purpose is to bring awareness, 
right? In my Power of Becoming course, those of you that have taken it, you already know this. Those of you that haven't, there's three phases, awareness, acceptance, alignment. That is the pathway to personal mastery, right? Or in my self-aligned leadership sales for short, that method that I teach in there, those are the three phases. So bringing awareness doesn't, it's not to cause more fear, it's to bring awareness so that then now you have something, you've kind of taken it from the, the rear of the car, right? The, the, the rear view mirror, that blind spot behind you that you can't see is operating underneath and it's to bring it right in front of you so then you can be like, oh, hi, <laughs> I see you. Okay, now we can work together. Now I can right, have a better relationship with all of those self-doubts, those inner dialogues, right? Because it's almost like if you want to imagine a ladder, right? You have this next goal that you want to achieve, this next tier that you want to get to. And I see it as a ladder, right? Because we're always climbing. We want to get to somewhere higher. And so where you want to go is at the top of that ladder, where you currently are at the bottom of the ladder. So once you activate that ladder, every single rung on that ladder is going to be a fear, uh, a, a, a doubt of some kind. It will challenge you to, right? Are you sure you don't want to go back? <laughs> you could step back down. Are you sure you want to keep going? It might be cold. It might be overly hot. I don't know. This is intense. Are you afraid of heights? Like it's going to activate every single rung is going to have some sort of limiting belief. And if you let those limiting beliefs run spiraling, that will spiral you down into shifting your behavior questioning yourself and then shifting your behavior into not taking action or shifting directions or right creating more uncertainty don't know how to make different you know make clear uh, confident decisions all of those are just symptoms of the core element right so self-doubt self-sabotage all of these buzzwords that we hear inner diet right um inner conflict um all of those are they're just they're symptoms so we don't want to look at the symptoms, we want to look at the symptoms, but we can't focus on treating the symptoms, right? Especially not being proactive. You want to get to like the core of what is really going on. And as I like to explain it, the core of what's actually really going on is an inner conflict between two parts of you, right? Two um, aspects of, we all have multiple aspects of ourselves. We have different character, um, traits, personas, identities, if you will. I'm a big fan in all of my trainings. I'm a big fan of naming these. It's so fun. It's like actors in a script. You have plenty of actors. I know I have plenty of actors. I've played so many different parts <laughs> and found and discovered so many different parts of myself. To me, that's fun. That's entertaining. It has you know yourself on such a deeper level so that you can actually work with understanding all of the beautiful parts of you <laughs> without feeling like you're going crazy to actually fully embrace the wholeness of all of you, right? Rather than thinking you have to be one way of being. So you have this part of you, this ambitious part of you, right? And, and name her. Who is that future version of you that you see yourself becoming? What is that leader 
that you want to step into, that you have a desire, right? That next level version of you, maybe it's your six figure self, maybe it's your seven figure self. Um, those are just metrics for who you need to be to achieve those things. So whatever those goals are, who is that version of you that you need to be in order to achieve those things? Name her, right? I'm also a really big fan because there's so many different character aspects of you, but then you have one true, authentic, um, highest self, if you will, the truest version of you that doesn't have those doubts and those, you know, limiting beliefs. She is just in full alignment with you becoming the most amazing, self-actualized, incredible leader that you see yourself being. Who is she? So naming these different aspects of you and recognizing how they behave, right? Who does she, um, how does she carry herself? What, uh, what way does she speak to herself and others? How does she behave? What actions does she confidently take without hesitation? How does she show up for those that she is there to serve? And so if you can get really clear on visualizing her, again, name her, maybe you sit in a meditation and you sit down and just kind of tap into that version of you and ask your, your deepest subconscious self, right? Your, your unconscious self, ask, ask the name and allow the first thing that comes forward to, you know, have that be an identity of which you could call them forth with, right? So it doesn't mean that there's anything different than you. These are all deepest aspects of your most authentic self. We're just giving um, attributes to them. It's kind of like working with all the different archetypes. You have multiple different archetypes within you. So especially in personal branding, right? When you're wanting to create your own personal brand, you'll work with the archetypes. Those are character representatives of the subconscious uh, that we all have within us, right? These archetypes that we all have within us. So that being said, name her, name the one that you want to become next. Name even the one that is the truest, highest, um, most self-actualized self. Name them and then look at, okay, who am I being now? What, what version of me, when you want to step into taking those actions, right? That inner dialogue that shows up as self-doubt, that shows up as, you know, inner conflict dialogue, we'll get a little bit to knowing what the specifics of that are. It's just, it's so different for everybody. Maybe it's, I'm not smart enough. Maybe it's, I'm not good enough. Maybe it's, I can't because what is the dialogue of that version of you knowing that it's a self, it's, it's you, but it's not the most authentic version of you, right? It's the, it's the version of you that wants to hold you back. It's the version of you that has hesitation. It's the, <laughs> it's that like, oh God, let's stay here at 75 degrees, right? It's the not so adventurous one. And so what is her name when she's speaking? There might be a couple different ones, right? I call my perfectionist. I call her Patricia. I love her, right? You need to love all of these parts. This is not to look at any of them and, and say, you know, oh, they are bad. They're not. I love 
my perfectionist part. She, I call upon her when I need to make sure that something has a level of excellence and integrity um, that, that speaks to representing my brand and, and how I want to show up for people. And it, maybe I'm creating, you know, the next course. I absolutely bring in Patricia to be like, is it good? Is it good? Right. If she's over talkative, then I ask her to kindly sit down. Right. It's like, okay, bitch, like we're good. Like sit down, please. <laughs> You've had a little bit of time lovingly, of course. And <laughs> You want all of these parts of you, but again, if they have too much um, influence on you, if they have too, uh, if they're too talkative, it's kind of that aspect of, you know, are you managing them or are they managing you sort of perspective? So being able to recognize what is that voice? What is that inner dialogue that's speaking as self-doubt, right? Inner critic. What are they saying? And name, name him or her, or they. I've absolutely worked with clients before and they've, right? Women have male aspects and sometimes it's completely a they, just non-binary technically. So allowing, this is much deeper. This is not like the basic mindset work, right? This is definitely deeper aspects of truly understanding you. So I want to make sure that you guys are following and I'm explaining it in a way that you can actually use this to your benefit when you're making, you know, your goals and having your visions for growing your business. So connecting with that version of you that is self-doubt, self-sabotage. What is she saying? What is her name? Right? Because it's almost like we have two different playlists in our mind and that higher version of you, that true authentic version of you of where you want to go. That's your like badass go get himself, right? That's all the, the lyrics on your playlist that are, you know, upbeat and motivating and empowering. And then the other version of you, one of these parts, right? I use the example of like death metal, maybe death metal is your jam. Okay. So no judgment on the topic. It's just like, to me, I just, I cannot listen to like the screaming and the yelling and it's just, it's too much. And that's what sometimes the inner critic and the self-doubt and all of those voices sound like to me. So to me, that's the, the like death metal lyrics and songs that are playing. And so when you're trying to go after, be that ambitious self and go after higher goals and higher visions for yourself, if you've got death metal playing at the same time as your like badass playlist, what your nervous system will do is pay more attention to the thing that you want to stop the thing that you like, oh my gosh, that's so annoying. Can you please just, oh my God. So you'll bring more attention to the negative because that's what you want to get rid of, delete, <laughs> stop at all costs, right? And what do we know about rules of the universe? What you put your attention on, you actually then create more of. So by putting more attention on the death metal, right? All of the things that you want to stop happening, you're actually putting more energy into allowing 
inviting more of that conversation in. You're giving more energy to that version of yourself rather than integrating and bringing them into alignment together and creating a harmony and an integration, releasing any um, traumatic sort of um, emotions that come from that. So it's a whole process of being able to like bring awareness to it, get into um, acceptance of what is, which is all about a loving and um, just <sighs> releasing the resistance, right? So bringing all of that um, resistance and, and putting more, smoothing it out, right? And then getting into alignment, which is all that integration so that you can actually put these steps that you have excuse me, so that the goals that you have, you can actually put steps into action without the resistance, without holding yourself back, without this death metal playlist that is going on. What needs to happen in order to do that is delete the playlist. Like what if, what if it would be so easy to just literally like, like, just like your Spotify play. I'm such a nerd for Spotify. I'm so like music is so it will get me in a good mood or it will put me in a bad mood. Right. And it's gotta be awesome. It's gotta be rhythmic. It's gotta have like a jive and a jam to it. You know what I mean? So I am such a nerd for my Spotify, Spotify playlist. And what if all the songs that you didn't want on your Spotify, what if you could literally just delete them, right? Or all the liked songs. What if you could just unheart every single one of the ones that you didn't like on your Spotify playlist and they go back into the ether of Spotify. They just delete out of your personal playlist. They're no longer there. And so what happens is then there's nothing in conflict with your self-actualized playlist, your, your, your most, your highest version playlist, your most motivated, inspired, focused and aligned playlist slash self. There's nothing to be in conflict. And what if it was just that easy, right? What if there was a simple technique that you could just do so that then, you know, you're going to still hear negative thoughts, but the emotional attachment to those, the, um, the connection, the triggers, see, because that's what we have to remember happens oftentimes, um, excuse me, not oftentimes, that is what happens within between our thoughts and our emotions. You'll either have a negative thought and it will activate a negative emotion or you have a negative emotion and then it activates a thought. I'm not here to discuss which one happens first. They might even happen simultaneously. The point is, is that if you can stop that triggering between the two from happening in a really healthy, holistic way, then you can hear a negative thought. You can hear an inner critic dialogue or an inner conflict of some kind of self-doubt, self-right, criticism, I can't, whatever those are for you, you can hear it and it won't activate the emotional response. And then that emotional response won't um, shift your behavior into what you're not doing <laughs> or shift the behavior into something that you don't want to be doing. And then you won't be getting the undesired results. So when you can actually have a clear pathway of true positive beliefs that are aligned with the highest, most authentic version of you that is aligned with who you want to become, that's already within you, it's just aligning 
to that next best version of you that has all of the visions of the things that you want, activate then the emotions that support those beliefs, activate the internal dialogue that supports those emotions, activate then the actions that support those emotions and thoughts and beliefs, and then you get the results. We're definitely going to dive more into that process as we go on, right? And of course, these are the techniques that are inside of Power Becoming um, Academy. So if you ever have any questions about that, or if you're curious about how these can be put into your daily practice as ambitious, high-achieving women, like when you want the things that are, you know, like going to get you the skills that will get you to the next level. These are like next level skills to get to the next level. This is not beginner stuff. This is not like, you know, just practicing the awareness. This is moving awareness into acceptance, into alignment and putting them into practice every single day that actually gets behavioral driven results. So just bringing all the awareness into that so that you can have the perspective of what you might be going through or what might be happening for you, knowing that you are perfectly normal. Again, whether you are starting, if you're at six figures, seven figures, or eight figures, this happens every level. I know they say new level, new devil. I hate that term. I really do. Um, battled too many of the inner, of the inner devils. Right. And so I like to shift it into the pod that doesn't serve my positive playlist, right? New level, new devil that still brings focus on the negative of what I don't want to continue bringing. It doesn't, doesn't inspire me to be like, wow, I'm going to get to a new level. And then I'm going to have to like fight this whole other version. So I like to say, if you have bigger goals, then you get better shoes, which means get the skills that will be most best applied at to that next level that's gonna get you through faster, more effective, most efficient, so that then you can keep going and keeping that momentum. So that was what really wanted to dive into today, really helping you understand what's happening and that you're normal and it's all good. <laughs> and there's solutions, right? I never, I, I never like to hear of a problem and not have a solution, right? But we also need to kind of take a little bit more time and focus more on, great, what are my solutions? What can help me, you know, keep me moving in forward momentum rather than what's the problem? What's the problem? Again, that's still bringing uh, attention to problems versus there's solutions. I know that there are solutions. What are the solutions? Start calling forth what the solutions are and things like these skills and these techniques that you can put into practice will start showing up into your reality. So even if you're listening to this right now, maybe it's on YouTube, maybe it's the replay on, um, on my podcast. There are no coincidences. If you've been asking, then it's showing up for you. So that being said, you're definitely going to want to make sure um, that you're in the lead like her Facebook group so that you can get more support or being able to show up on these lives that we do inside of Zoom every week. So that being said, um, I would invite you. I always like, you know, kind of leaving with a couple questions. That was a text message going off. So great time to take a little coffee sip. Mm not coffee. I'm on a coffee detox. It's a chai latte, just being truthful. Okay. So <laughs> here's a couple questions just to help bring awareness, right? Again, awareness is always first phase. 
then it's acceptance, then it's alignment in the self-aligned leadership method. Um, questions, can you hear first, can you hear what that dialogue is? right? Can you hear what, is it self-doubt? Is it, you know, what's the behavior? Um, is it self-sabotage? What are you saying to yourself? Whenever you set a new goal, want to launch a new product, um, want to launch a new course, whatever that is, wherever you're at in business, uh, when you go to do that, right? What's the what's the first, the dialogue of excitement and motivation and drive, right? And then if you here, because we all, our subconscious just does this again, it's to keep us protective. It's like these subconscious, like halts, <laughs> right? And so what is then that dialogue and can you hear it? Because that's most important. And what is that version of you actually saying? And so getting in touch with that, can you hear it? So that would be the first question and write it down, right? write it down, not to bring attention to the negative, but to bring awareness of a part of you that wants to have the attention anyways, right? So you want to be able to give attention to this thing. Otherwise it's going to get louder. It's like a little kid that is wanting your attention. When it doesn't get your attention, it starts getting louder and louder anyways. So when these aren't loved, these parts of ourselves aren't loved and integrated, they will get louder. So can you hear it? And what is it saying? Uh, two, does this feel, does this voice, does this version of you, does it truly feel like your highest, most authentic, truest, best self? Does it feel like your best self, right? Does it feel like your, you know, where are you at and where you want to go? Does it feel like your six figure self, your seven figure, your eight figure self? Does it feel like that version of you? Again, I'm only using those as metrics for, um, you know, different levels of goals, not because money is everything, but once you achieve certain levels, it's definitely an accomplishment and everybody has those desires <laughs> anyways. So we, let's just call it the self, right? The six figure self, seven figure self, eight figure self, where are you? And does that self-doubt conversation, does it feel like that best self that's operating as six-figure self, seven-figure self, or the eight-figure self? If the answer is no, let that awareness just be present so that you can have the awareness. <laughs> Again, awareness is always step one. Number three, I always like to ask, when did you first believe these statements? this inner dialogue? When did you first believe this? I think that that's always super important because sometimes like, did you, did you pick them up when you were five? These beliefs were they, were they learned from your parents? Maybe were they, are they not even yours? Did you, you know, here's somebody else saying it. We're such empathic creatures you know, I believe everybody has empathic nature, right? Has an empathic nature, has um, empathic capabilities rather. So we are constantly picking up, especially when we are little, all we know is to absorb, right? Picking up information. I believe that we are still doing that, especially as female entrepreneurs. If you are, if you have growth as a goal, then you know, the number one rule is that you are always a student at the same time as whatever you're building, you're also learning. 
So you always have this receptive energy at the same time that you have this output energy of whatever you're building, right? That's also the masculine and the feminine balance. You're either open and receiving or you're crushing it and you're going after it and you're creating things. So when you're in a receptive nature, when did you take on certain beliefs? Whenever you were, you know, in, in whatever moment, again, I'm not trying to be vague, but everybody is different. You can track through all the different, um, experiences that you've been through where these beliefs became somewhere into your sphere of your mind. And then eventually you took them on as your own, right? That's the, like, that's the power that you get to have as an awareness is that we get to take them on. And when we can shift into having that as a responsibility, not being afraid of that responsibility, but then we can be like, oh, got it. Um, well, then I can have the power to drop them too. If I chose to take them on, I can choose to drop them off, right? So when did you take these on? When did you discover them? Was it when you were young? Where did you get them? When did you take them on? Just bringing awareness to that conversation so that, um, so that you're, you're in the know of what events impacted you to believe the things that you now believe about yourself, about possibilities, about business, um, especially about as women in society as business. Like, let's just be real. We have so many, oops, we have so many societal beliefs that have either been projected or or taught or programmed into us through social media, through, through just media in general, through television, through friends, um, not if they're good friends, <laughs> but just as women, what are those beliefs? I can't tell you how many amazing, powerful women I've worked with. I'll, I'll raise my hand right to it as well, that like still believe that we're capable of powerful things. And yet then that self-doubt is like, oh, I can't because a woman can't do this in society or a woman shouldn't do this, or, you know, don't be too powerful or don't be too this. There's all these contradicting statements and they're in the sphere of the ether. They're in the playlist somewhere. They're on some song somewhere. And so did they somehow manage to be some of the songs on your playlist and some of those lyrics rolling around as the versions of you that are now singing in your head, like you can't do this because you're a woman or blah, 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 whatever that is, right? And let's just be super real about it. As much as we want to be like women empowerment, we have women empowerment because <laughs> we have an inner dialogue that says we can't because, and that's what we're always overcoming. So um, let's just keep that focus on what we're here to just slay out of and not give power to anymore. So what are those statements? Can you hear them? And where did they come from? Four. Question number four, what would the future version of you say instead? Oh, I'm going to just repeat that. What would the future version of you say instead? What would be the inner dialogue of your future version? What would they be saying instead? The highest version of you, what do they say? That most authentic, aligned, focused, badass version of you what would she be saying instead? What's the contradicting, positive, confident, courageous statements 
that she says instead. Get really clear on that and write that down. Okay, and five, and we'll wrap it up with this. What do you really want to do that lights you up? What would you be doing? What do you want to be doing that just lights a fire in your soul, your belly, your root chakra, your crown chakra, just lights you up like a Christmas tree? What would you be doing that just feels so good and so aligned and just lit the F up, what would you be doing? That is purposely an open-ended, vague question so that you can apply that to wherever you are in your business. And maybe you're launching something. What would you be launching that lights you up? What product would you be, you know, do you want to newly introduce or reintroduce that would just light you up? Or maybe it's, you know, creating a a membership group or something, just what lights you up? What action could you be taking that would be supportive to your business that lights you the F up? What would that be? And when you can ask that question after you've already tapped in and asked to bring attention and awareness to the voice of the highest version of you, that most badass aligned, focused, future version of you, I'm just going to collapse time because she is you now. She's already in there. She just has a different conversation, different behavior. What would she be doing? So when you can ask the, what would you really be doing now that lights you up after you ask the question of what would the future version of you be saying? Instead, you're bringing awareness and um, connection to the voice of that highest true self, your true self. And then from there asking, what would be your next best step that feels really fucking good and lights you up? So with that, if this has inspired you, then share it with a girlfriend. You are either somebody who's either just starting and and doesn't know how to just kind of create that momentum for herself and get out of her own way, or you're already at six figures and you're just like, oh my gosh, I have more self-doubt now because I have to reach, you know, I have this desire to reach this next tier and this next goal. Um, But it kind of feels like you might be starting at the beginning. So different beginning. So I love you all for joining. Um, and I'm so excited that you're part of the lead like her live series. And there's always the lead like her newsletter. Uh, it's a weekly newsletter where I'm giving tips on personal branding, uh, business strategy and self leadership skills. So you definitely want to make sure that you're signed up for that. And that is also the only way that you can get the link to these private zoom weekly, uh, sessions so that you can connect with other female entrepreneurs, just like you. So with that, I love you all keep staying motivated, keeping your badass self, and I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to another episode of lead like her podcast. I'm Sarah Delane. And if you want to learn more on how you can shatter your glass ceilings and skyrocket success with ease, visit my website at sarahdelane.com. There you can get instant access to my free guide 
how to stop stumbling in your stilettos.